We are back at 103.6 with uh, WBRM, the Brimley Banter Radio. Here we go, episode 136. Patrick, we are fresh off of New Jersey. How are you today, buddy? Dude, you're giving me that morning zoo. Just trying to give you that morning zoo morning for a second Morning radio. There. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We got very funny comedian with us today. He's pairing at the Stress Factory. Anyone stressed out, get on over to the factory and unwind. Jim Flanagan joining us from the Windy City. Hey, thanks, Mike and the Wheeze. Good to see you guys. Uh, oh, my always gosh. Weird names. <laughs> you haven't gotten shot yet? <laughs> ah, I'm kidding. Here's a... Uh, I don't want to work. I want to bang on my drum all day. <laughs> that one band that no one's heard of since. Dude, I was on with a radio legend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, get out and promote. Yeah. Got the shows this weekend. We're, dude, we're local. Really excited. Do you feel the local energy? We're sleeping in our own beds? I, it's going to be really nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that. But we're not hyper-local either, though. I mean, we're still breaking out a little bit, right? Well, the first show's not even in Illinois. Uh, uh, that place has an identity crisis. Were you on the same flights as me this weekend? I was on the same flights Did as you. Did you hear the Illinois? They, a lot of Illinois. That guy kept saying, mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah. I wanted to stop him on the way out. <laughs> and said, dude, no, do you know where you are? You're not in Illinois. So, yeah, I was, uh, you know, on with WGN Radio. That's awesome. John Records Landecker. Tell me about John Records Landecker. John Records Landecker is like, uh, it's kind of like a Larry Lujak, like a legend here in Chicago. Okay. He slipped under your radar, perhaps. Yeah. Like a, like a Dick Biondi. So did Larry Lujak. You don't remember Larry <laughs> no. Lujak? Oh, my You're just gosh. Maple Leaf names to me. Do you remember the Wolfman? No. Do you remember Johnny B? I do remember Johnny B. That's about, like, Dick Kevin Biondi, Matthews. Kevin Matthews, Johnny B. Those are my, that's where I jump into Chicago. Name some radio peeps from uh, uh, Bob Surratt, Steve Dahl. Julian Jumpin' Perez, the Bulu Master. <laughs> um, some of my favorites. Uh, Eddie? <laughs> Eddie, Jobo. I mean, both of them, you know? Uh, legend. So tell me about John Records Landecker. Where do you think we have Eddie and Jobo chemistry? I do think, I think we're, I, I hope at 40 years from now, we're selling auto insurance and local commercials. For anyone who's not in the Chicagoland area, you need to look up these, uh, Eddie, just look up Eddie Jobo Insurance. And Jobo is spelled J-O-B-O, the traditional spelling of Jobo. These morning DJs, mm-hmm. I mean, think about how huge they were. They had their own sitcom, WKRP. There was a whole radio yeah. station. That's so funny, right? A TV show about a radio. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. What and now it? we're doing a podcast about a TV show about radio. <laughs> That's how you pitch things. It's, it's incredible. So anyway, John Records is his real middle name. That's which so- you, When his name comes up, mm-hmm. like last night, I was like, hey, mom, I was on, uh, oh, mom, I was thinking about you. I was on with John Records Landecker. You know, that's his real name. <laughs> that's not his. They didn't. That's his real name. <laughs> Julian Jumpin' Perez is the same. So I, I totally get that. <laughs> His mom's main name was Jumpin'? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Because <laughs> that's the case with Land that's Landecker. Mom, and then they use that for his middle name? Yeah. That's incredible. John Records Landecker. So here's what's funny, though, or interesting, or whatever you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. His daughter is an actress that you may have seen. I don't know if you guys watch Curb, but she's been in a bunch of stuff. But she was on Curb. She was like the woman that looked like Cheryl after they broke up and then he dated her. Larry does that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you date someone who looks just like her. Have you done that? I mean, I, I mean, no, but I, I'm familiar with it. It's on sitcoms all the time. That would be great. Go to our Instagram page right now to see Jim <laughs> with all of his identical looking girlfriends. I think I've got it pretty. Nah, no, they all look pretty similar. Actually, There's, I have a, I think, I don't know. Let's no, talk about Larry David. I do have a bit of a range. Not Larry though. He go, he has one type. You that was a, her? Uh, well, don't you have a list at home that you're, you're checking boxes? <laughs> what? I am. It's, I'm a collector. I think you know that about me. This is so, ridiculous. So Amy Landecker, guess mm-hmm. who she's married to? Uh, tell me. 
Eric from Billy Madison. Bradley Whitford. What? Yeah, Bradley Whitford. Old dude from uh, the Walk and Talk show also. And his name reminds me of Wilford Brimley. It does really remind Bradley me. Whitford. Yeah, he's R like an alternate universe Wilford Brimley. <laughs> right? That makes sense. That guy's been in everything. He really has. So that's who I was on with. John wow. Recker's Landecker. He brought it, he's, he's like, I know you, uh, I mean, do you just roll with this when someone does this? What he's like, hey, I, I know you knew George Carlin and I uh, had worked with George and... <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I did see him once. I don't you know, I ever like right. when people are like, you ever work with, well, yeah, I was in the same building as him because <laughs> George Carlin did come to Zany's one night when I was hosting Yeah, and it was dead. Yeah. It was like a really slow night and he came in the back man, and he stood there uh -huh. and watched. And then I went up to bring up the next comic and I was like, you know, building up energy sure. to like, do I say anything to him? Because you, his name is the name that always comes up, yeah. right? And there's like myths about him. I remember handing someone a business card early on in my career. It was like, here, here I am. I'm Pat McGann comedian. <laughs> and someone was like, you know what George Carlin said about business cards? Oh boy. What and I say? was like, well, okay. <laughs> what, the, 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 that you shouldn't get them from Vistaprint with your, <laughs> with your picture on them? <laughs> Did he say that? Did he mention if you put your socials on there? Because Vistaprint charged me 37 cents and it just seemed like a good situation. Are they still going, by the way? They really are. Are they? They stepped their game up. Yeah, yeah. They is really that, have. Are they doing other stuff now? I think they charge for things now, which is a big change to their business model from where it was. <laughs> That'd in, be great. And ought three, ought like, four. Yeah, they're huge now. This is a Vistaprint this watch. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is, my Everything's are... still free as long as it just says Vistaprint on it. I don't know who they're advertising to, but it's working. Um, wait, did you say anything to Carlin? No. So- when I went back, uh -huh. gone. He was gone. Man. Out the door. Man. I did meet his daughter. Okay. Yeah, she wrote a book. Yes. Uh, heard great stories. Yeah, Ke yeah, yeah, Kelly Carlin. Yes. She is a great, she's really carrying the torch for George. She's Absolutely. very involved with that National Comedy Center. Oh, good. And with that Lucy Comedy okay. Fest. Oh, good. Oh, that's great. She's awesome and a great follow on Twitter. So anyway, so Landecker's like, I know you worked with Carlin. And you know, <laughs> he really changed. He was, uh, you know, one comic, and then he changed his whole act. He was not buttoned up anymore, and he was up at the Playboy Club. Hanging out with Shel Silverstein. Hanging out with Shel Silverstein. Unbelievable. In Lake Geneva. Yeah. Because that, that's where he used to have, they were at the Playboy Mansion in Chicago, and then uh -huh. in Lake Geneva, he had another Man, smash pad up that's there. That's where the sidewalk ends. Up by, that's what uh, he's talking about <laughs> when you get to that, when you get down to the lake. Half used to wake up in the morning with the bunnies and be like, you want to go to Mars Cheese Castle or what? <laughs> The architectural structure of the Playboy Mansion in L.A. is based on Mars Cheese Castle. <laughs> on the Mars Cheese Castle. You've never seen the resemblance? There's a nacho moat? I guess I didn't realize there was a nacho moat there. That's great news. So he says he was booked up there. Uh-huh. And he was booked as the straight-laced Carlin. Sure. And he came out the new and improved hippie. Yeah, hippy-dippy weatherman. Chill Carlin. Uh-huh. You know, social commentary yeah. Carlin. And they didn't like him, Jim. They didn't like him at all. I believe that. They kicked him out. I believe that. So Landecker was telling me, yeah, and they, they kicked him out of there. I don't know if you ever knew that story. I go, I do. I actually knew the back end of that story. I said, he actually ended up at Timber Ridge Lodge, the indoor water park. That's where he stayed. Really? No. Oh, damn. I was really hoping that's where he stayed. <laughs> I love that. You, like, how did you know that? Yeah, he did. And then he-, and he We got, were in the next room. And he got diarrhea, like everyone else did. And then he, uh, he contributed to clogging- the slide. You know, he had a ponytail at that point. Is that what happens at a water park? It was all George Carlin. I'm so confused. But yeah, that was um, fun to be back on. That's awesome, man. Radio. That's, I, you know, comics complain about it. Yeah. I have always enjoyed <laughs> doing radio. You? I do too. Yeah. But I mean, 
I've also, we've all still complained about it, right? There are still like, oh, I got to be up at eight tomorrow. I got to do radio. Like there's still that, you know, and there's things you're like, I'm on for an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I mean, I enjoy it. I definitely enjoy it, but there are always still moments where, you know, we should be a little more appreciative because that's how you meet new people. Give the inside uh, scoop of a radio interview that does not go oh, swimmingly. Boy. There are some where they don't even like act like you're there. You know what I mean? Like I've done some where you're just one of nine people in a room and, and, and you're talking and you're like, my mic's not on right now, is it? No one knows I'm saying words right now, huh? Um, there are some where like- I had, Can you say that again? I, I uh, turned it down it. for a second. See, this keeps happening to me. Um, I did one where uh, the club owner was like in the room. It was me and Mike Toomey. We were in uh, Dayton, Ohio. So you and we were doing, <laughs> we've met, damn it. Uh, we were in Dayton, Ohio and the club owner was there with us on radio and we'd be like, Jimmy, do this one. Tell him this one. So now you're just doing bits and he's like poorly set up. And it's like, I don't really, just tell him this one. It was really, it did real good at the club last night. Tell him that one. I was like, this is. Right. Also, no, I don't want to do the bits that I just did at your club. I've got 12 minutes. I'm brand new at comedy. I'm just happy to be here. I'm not wasting them now for people to come out and see me do them again in an hour. It's, it's usually that way, right? Yeah. It's either they want bits yeah. and they want that like structure yeah. and they don't want to go outside of it. Sure. Or- they feel threatened by your presence. And it is. They don't want you there. Exactly. Oh, you think you're funny? You're yeah. gonna be, and they almost like talk down to you or talk yeah. to you like, you know. And you get the occasional one who does the like, hey, I'm going to ask you every question I've ever had about stand-up comedy because I'm used to talking to people and I think I might be able to do it. Like you get that person every once in a while who will get really in-depth comedy questions. And you're like, this, your audience doesn't give a shit about this. This is, you're trying to figure out if you should do open mics. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that too. Because, you know, there's some... uh Maybe crossover. some crossover and dovetailing. Love is it. that a word? Yeah, Synergies. But like uh, the Chicago radio, I think, is good. I, I've always enjoyed, uh, you know, we've had some legends here. Yeah. Very provincial. So good to be on with him. Bit of a legend. My parents got a kick out of that one. That's awesome. Um, but we were not on radio in New Jersey. We were not. We were live and in person, and we met a ton of people. Thanks to everybody who came out to the Stress Factory. How about it? What a great place to be. Unbelievable. A lot of people, uh, well, you know, they loved you there, Jim. You kept getting brought up. Yeah, Vinny Brand, who runs the club. Yeah. Kept reminding everyone, Jim's a headliner. <laughs> okay. Jim is a... You, well, it was very nice. And it is very nice. And I know you're going to be brought back there. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. But I they, so. uh, the response was great. A lot of people that had uh, seen me with Sebastian, and that's how it that's how it starts to roll, right? That's it, man. And I love that people came out. Yeah, we had a great time. We got to uh, check out a little bit of the town. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. Not a not a ton to do in New Brunswick the weekend we were here, and I feel like there was a lot going on. There were weddings. There was stuff like that. We saw the coolest wedding in uh, in the lobby of our hotel. That was a all day affair. It was awesome. They started like 10 a.m. It was a Indian wedding. Absolutely. And they were in wedding attire. Mm -hmm. Which is so much cooler than our wedding attire. Can I say that? Right. I think like we have the tie and the suit. They have like a, I don't know, just like it's, it's, a, it's a plain front. It looks like you're about to go out into battle if you wanted to. Like it could go with a sheath. It's a very cool outfit. It's very comfortable. It looks light. Yeah. It's just kind of loose. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're called. No, neither. But I would love to rent one at uh, Gingus. <laughs> I love that as well. Men's formal wear. <laughs> Give me a fitting for one of those flowery. But dude, they're up early. And, and so when I went outside, I was, we were meeting there. Mm -hmm. So here's the setting, guys. We're outside. We're at the, the Hyatt Regency. And there's a huge crowd outside. And they're banging on a drum. 
and they're chanting mm-hmm. and they're jumping up and down. Right. And they've and, got one guy kind of elevated, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. One guy up in the air. They're mm-hmm. tailgating. Yeah. Basically, basically. Yeah. tailgating the wedding. Mm-hmm. They were not playing bags. Mm-mm. That's how we tailgate. Right. They just, they single were focus. They were acting as one. Yeah. And what the woman told me was he's getting married and he's trying to impress the bride's family. And uh, then they'll invite him inside by dancing. So that's what you have to do. Yeah. That's amazing. Which is, it, it's such a weird combination of like traditional, but also he was dancing to like the sh- song Shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like right. that's like her family has to accept it. And, and if, you know, and they, and it took a while, right? Like, and each one of them, when they accepted it, like they'd blow off like a, a, a popper basically, right? Like to show their acceptance. And it wasn't all at the same time. It was like one, then another. But it was a very interesting combination of like. Well, what. What stood out to me is when the bride had uh, got her eye on you and seemed distracted. Oh, right. Hang on. That, this and, is entirely and they, falsified. I mean, sure, they postponed the wedding. And but wh- that happens. The guy was like, put me down. <laughs> Let me over there. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 I remember him brushing the confetti. I, I grabbed you. I said, we got to go, Jim. And I was just like, I'm, I shouldn't have been doing the robot in front of her family. She I forgot what for we were. I forgot that this could cause some problems. Her parents said she has to marry that guy. Mm. Well, you know what? I don't know. They uh, we'll see what happens. I are, don't know. Are there still arranged marriages? I don't know. I think there are certain, that, cultures, certain cultures. I think there are certain cultures that definitely do. I don't think it's as prevalent as it ever was before. Um, How uh, would you feel if we arranged a marriage for you, Jim? I don't think I would podcast. like it. I don't think maybe I would that like would sell that. some tickets for Sunday know. show. I don't think I would like. God that. damn it! No one's coming on Sunday. Calm down. What's up, Brims? We got people coming out. We got, yeah, we do have people coming out. We're gonna have a really good time on Sunday. Why don't we plug it, Jim? That's what I was trying to lead to. That's not the way to plug it. took it so seriously. (laughs) It was a joke. This is a comedian podcast. (laughs) That was the wrong button. It sure was. Brimley's, you know what time it is. It's review time. It's not review. could be you. It's easy. Just type some words. No one has any idea what's happening. We do have a review, Jim, and I'll jump into it right here because- I don't think uh, we have a review. They took my side on the- This is unbelievable. Oh, you don't think we have a review? I don't think I have a review. (laughs) I hit the wrong button, so we have to pull it up. Uh, Mindless hilarity. I I don't. I think this is make-believe. This is a great show. You want to read this part? What is, I can't even, I forgot my readers. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So the person's name is Peester, P-S-T-E-R, the Peester. Pat, what's your first initial? I'm just curious. What's my first? Record. R for records. (laughs) No, 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 your first. It's P, right? Podcast McGann. You know my mom's, my mom's main name is podcast? Oh, Peester kind of sounds like it's short for podcaster. (laughs) That's weird, isn't it? You're a podcaster. Anyway, Peester, uh, this person who I'm sure is, Absolutely just a normal brim. Uh, Mindless hilarity. Great show. Sorry, Jim. I'm with Pat on Starbucks gate. Back of the line, buddy. Oh, is that what that says? That is what Peaster said. It's kind of. Hey, do you have like an Apple username? Uh, Jim, you know I don't know how to do anything. (laughs) That's a very good point. Come on now. That's a great point. I apologize for accusing you of doing that for that reason alone. Uh, It's split. It's split. There are people who are certainly on your side. Hey, and, and I don't want to even go back there. I feel like uh, you and I went through something with that, yeah. uh, learned a lot about each other. We did. And I hear you. I hear you. I wanted that app this weekend when I was with you. I get it. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I'm going up there. I'm like, Ooh, oh, man. Boy. And let me just say to Peaster that uh, good for you to be able to learn how to download and, and, and leave a review. Seems like a person who could probably handle an app, you know? Great job, Peaster. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you for the excellent review. That energy felt familiar, that last line. Back in the line, buddy. <laughs> I did feel a little. So, back to Jersey. Yes. 
to the, uh, the the marriage you almost broke up. I did. This is. We went from there to uh, walking around town. We did go walking around town a little bit. They and they said this too. We heard this from a couple people that like this kind of feels like a mini, like New Brunswick feels like a mini city, right? It's like a college town and everything. You don't get the garden feel that you get in a lot of Jersey, right? Because it is the garden state. It is. And I think they're happy with people not really realizing how great Jersey is. It is the Garden State. I always felt a little bit off about that description just because it's not how it's really portrayed. Yeah. But I get it. I mean, I just didn't see many gardens. It always felt like it was in New York's shadow, you know? And then you get out there and you're like, I think they're fine with that, though, because they don't, they don't want people to overrun it, right? Like, they've got the shores, which is beautiful by all accounts. And then you've got kind of this, there are people, everyone tells you what part of Jersey they're from, by the way. Everyone's either from North Jersey or South Jersey. Or like, if you're asking someone about New Brunswick, like, well, I'm not really from here. This isn't my Jersey. Like everyone's got their own little pocket of Jersey. I think it's cool. I loved it. I, I want to spend more time there. I want to get to know it better. Dude, I, I mean, I hear you. It's, it definitely has that New York shadow thing, but more people, like if you think about how many people you know from New York or New York City. Yeah. Than Jersey, like Jersey produces people. Yeah, they do. Right? Springsteen. I mean, look at that place mm -hmm. and think about the, I mean, we were talking a little bit about it. Sinatra. Yeah. Springsteen. Um, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Thomas Edison set up shop right down the street from us. Yeah. That Menlo Park that we drove by. Yeah. There's something, there's a big Edison connection there, but he's not from there originally. I know that as well, right? Um, I'm not sure where he is from, but I do know that- um, is that where he and Franklin would hide out when their illegitimate kids were trying to get money out of them? <laughs> I think it was. Got a lot of comments on that riff, by the way, last week. People enjoyed the Ben Franklin conversation. <laughs> the, um, the thing I always think, though, is, is truly, like, you meet, a, I have a lot of friends from New Jersey. Yeah. And, um, you know, just a lot of fun. And we saw it this weekend. They, they, were, uh, they were a blast. We saw some other locals when we ventured out. I, I said, Jim, what do you want to do here today? Oh, boy. What do you want to do in this garden state? How can we, what would you, if I wasn't here, if I wasn't here, Jim. All right. This is a little we, bit, this so we, is not exactly how any of this went down. Look no, ahead. come on. <laughs> yes, it was, right? We were not going to be doing anything. I said, hey, if we're not doing anything, I'm probably going to go to a baseball card show here in town, right? Like if we have nothing going, if we have anything to do, I would totally do it. But if not, I'm probably just going to go to a baseball card show here in town and look around. Does that sound like if I wasn't here? What would you do? Okay, yeah, fair, absolutely, right. Man, you always think I'm out, out to get you. <laughs> well, no. Oh my goodness, uh, putting so, up a wall. <laughs> no. So we did. So and you said I'll come with you. Very cool. So we could talk about it on the podcast, but I guess Jim doesn't really want to, guys. <laughs> oh, no, I'm He's very upset about I'm this. Not. Was it? Did it not represent your, the world that you uh, were? You upset that there were garbage pail kids there? <laughs> no one's ever upset. <laughs> when there's garbage pail kids at a card show. No, not at all. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it, I'm happy you came with me. It, it, but it when was we fun. got there, it was like, yeah, it wasn't like a great, it wasn't a great representation. You know what I mean? It was like a cramped little room. Um, I did enjoy watching you walk up to baseball card dealers and be like, how much is this one? How much is this one? Because it's like the first question anyone asks, right? And you want to- Isn't that why we're there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just loved, you're just like, you just got into the curiosity immediately. Whereas you were reading it differently than me. I was. I remember you're, you're just like, this is uh yeah, this isn't, this isn't typical. <laughs> you usually don't have them out like this. So let me, let me ask you, and what was said, your this experience? Guy, uh, this guy's trying to get rid of, uh, you see, there's no deals here. 
This guy wants snooty Sam. You get to know exactly like what you're looking for. You get to know what they're looking for. How yeah. much for the creamed Keith? <laughs> it was not- the well done. Hey, uh, I see you got Greaser Greg here. You got a Rolls Royce over there? Is this the 87 Garbage Pail Kid? <laughs> Dude, you know what vibe I got from a lot of the people in there? We're a lot from Adam Bomb? They were. <laughs> One of my favorite Garbage Pail Kids of all time. I wanted to set up a table and sell deodorant. <laughs> okay, see, that's And like little, uh, little bottles of shampoo. It's a very hot room where it's people like, were all Guys, day. there's a cart down okay, the hallway, see, and it has toiletries on it. This is the part. Get out there. Wash up a little bit. There okay. was not a lot of ventilation. Not a lot of ventilation. At the baseball card And we shop. don't know. It could have been one person. But there but were agree- a lot agreed. of people. Agreed that there was a lot of people in a close space. We didn't stay very long. This was not This was not what I was expecting to walk into. Have you ever Have you ever tried to show someone something and you're like, all right, they're open to this. And then you show it to them. You're like, well, not this, like like a TV show, right? And you're like, well, not this episode. Or like uh Oh, yeah, song. for sure. Like, yeah, oh, this isn't not... really what, like... Let but me I didn't want you to different. feel that pressure. I mean, of course. Like, I disagree. I wasn't <laughs> expecting... I mean, I didn't know it was at a Hampton Inn. You could, that would have been a... Uh, <laughs> they have conference centers. It wasn't like in a guy's room. Right? <laughs> they have conference centers. It wasn't like 300 people in, in the buffet area. It was like a... It was, it was separate conference rooms. Yeah, they were conference rooms. I mean, they were eight-foot ceilings, but yeah, it was definitely a... Uh, <laughs> It was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. I will say that. Absolutely. We did see some great cards. We did. Um, the NBA cards were standing out to me because they didn't really seem to like pop until the mid eighties ish. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. There was nothing until that first Jordan set. So funny that like why baseball cards over football, over basketball, over like the other cards, like to me, maybe they have, I mean, they're doing motocross cards. They, they had cards, uh, Pokemon. Yeah, man. It's all shot past baseball. Like baseball was the thing. Cause it was America's pastime. But now I think that these other, you know, like base, uh, basketball is such a global market. Football is such a global market. F1 has such a global market that these things are just shooting past it. But you're right. Yeah. There was nothing really from like the late seventies to the mid eighties. And, um, and, and as you could tell by a lot of the people there, that's when a lot of them were the age of collecting cards. So that's when, uh, like a lot of that stuff is really coming back right now. Yeah. I was asking Jim about the uh, vibe there and w- what you picked up on that I did not, not mm-hmm. being an insider, was the, uh, you said there's a national coming up. So you thought they were like holding back, that they were like, <laughs> they, they don't even have their good stuff here. I completely nerded out. Anytime you had a question, I was like, well, here's what I think. <laughs> They're like, let me tell you why I don't like this guy's table. All right. He just like opened a box of something and it didn't get anything he liked. So he's just trying to sell it. Bullshit. Move on. Like we don't need him. So I took that and I went up to the garbage pal kids guy and I said, where's the real shit, dude? Where's the real stuff? Are you holding out on me? What room are you in? Are you holding out on me? And he said that he had one of those, uh, he's like, I got a table set up. I have a handicapped access room and I got a table set up in the shower. You want to see some real stuff? This is not true. But I didn't go. You didn't go? No, I didn't feel safe. That's where all the deals happen. I the saw handicap accessible shower. I had seen signs at the airport to be very, <laughs> be on your guard. Someone's offering you a handicap accessible <laughs> shower. They probably shouldn't be. That's what the signs say. You know, we flew we'll into Newark. We did fly into Newark. And um, wait, but before we get off, that, oh, yeah. so, I'm sorry, real quick. Can I talk about one more thing that did happen there? Yes. My favorite thing that, 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 uh, and thank you for coming with me. Sincerely. I like it. I'm happy you did. I wish it was a better show. I wish there was like more action for you to like, see me like negotiate or something. Well, so I'm excited that, about the next one. Fun of me for Where we had it? Richmond? Up. Yeah. There's got a, oh God, I just learned something about, yeah. Uh Oh, what happened? These dudes just, uh, just bought a seven figure collection. 
that they're trying to display 30 minutes outside of Richmond. And they're going to do it that weekend? I don't know. I mean, they're, they're like trying to build a museum. I want to see if there's any way we can... Go we'll, there and, we'll, and yeah, we'll and, talk about and, this and Help them build a museum. I are you kidding me, <laughs> guys? We got a show at seven, but we could get the museum up by four. <laughs> I what do you need? See, like it's incredible, like ancient, like you know, nineteen fifties, you know, Mickey Mantle type of stuff. We were just at a museum in Pittsburgh. Where are you guys? Go, where are you going to throw the footballs? Where's the? Uh, where are you going to put the hockey machine? All right, <laughs> I miss that museum. And it was a great museum. <laughs> it was a great museum. Um, but my favorite thing is someone there was selling replica like Super Bowl rings for some reason. Oh yeah. And I walk over and you've got like a couple of them up. You're like, they make these? People want these? <laughs> right in front of the guy selling them. He's like, would people actually purchase something like this? Why on earth would someone bring these to a card convention? That sounds exaggerated. It was exaggerated. <laughs> it's a hundred percent exaggerated. You're like clanging them together. You're wearing them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Look what I got at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's the best thing, right? There's always weird shit you find there at any of these. That's the best thing is finding the weird shit to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick, we got a pretty short episode this time around. We've got some time constraints, so we're going to do a quick one for the brims, but we missed a couple things I think we should talk about. And, and, and I think one big thing that kind of uh, missed my radar Ray Liotta passed a couple of weeks back. I know that was brutal. And we briefly spoke about it, but we didn't really get into him. Did I we mean, speak about it on here? I thought we, maybe we texted about it. We texted about it. I don't even know if we mentioned it at all on the actual podcast, but we didn't get into him. We had talked about him earlier, you know, with the, the documentary at all. Um, but I mean, what a career he ended up having. Dude, it fits um, right in uh, line with Newark. Here's, he was born in Newark, Ray mm. Liotta. And uh um, Jersey connection. He has had, you know, I just looking back at his career, like the diversity of it, like you think of like field of dreams and good fellas yeah, man. and they came around probably around the same time. Right. And that must've been like, dude, this guy can't miss right now. He's doing everything right. Even though he's a right-handed shoeless Joe Jackson, <laughs> right, right, which has always bothered me. Crazy. Yeah. Kind of always was like, he's Joe Jackson. Really? Oda. Did they I like, mean he's, he's crooked. <laughs> he would take the money. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Why are you making Leota? He's a good fella. He's a, he's definitely stole. He took the, he's not honest. Ray Leota? He's, he's trying to place bets here. The cop next door. That was a scary movie. Spooky movie. What, what was that one? When he's like the cop next door and he gets obsessed with the wife and he's like, you know, you oh, gotta, this your one. house is not secure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then to prove it to him, he's like in the bedroom. Hey, told you your house isn't secure. Oh yeah. He's like, Remember that one? That's some creepy shit. Really? Uh, Ray at his best right there. <laughs> yeah, you're not lying, man. I don't remember what movie that was, but I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah. So he was um, a great actor in a lot of stuff. Uh, very funny parody of uh, Chantix. You ever see that one? Um, yeah. The kid, who, what's the guy's name who does that? Kyle Dunnigan, I believe is his name. Good call. He, he produces a, uh, a parody of it. Oh, that was so funny. Um, but yeah, Leota, Chicago Connect, right? Man. Didn't he take, uh, didn't he end up marrying Mark Grace's? Wife's wife. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Grace. She was an actress and a producer. And uh, they met at a baseball game where her former husband was playing for the Cubs. Was it her husband at the time or were they already divorced? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I really don't know. But I remember that being a thing. That's incredible. The Cubs were having a very difficult time yeah. keeping the wives in line mm -hmm. during those days. Sandberg's wife was with Ray or uh, Rafael Palmero. Oh, yeah, yeah. there was a lot going Dave on. Dave Martinez and. Ray Liotta was, was Mark Grace's. Mark Grace was 
with everyone else. At bleachers and- trying to get out of a slump. <laughs> That was the rumor, right? The slump buster is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Mark Grace was always trying to get out of a slump. Mm-hmm. Or get someone else out of a slump. She was sick of his bare hands. <laughs> Mark Grace was a barehanded hitter. He really was. Yeah, not a batting glove guy. Never put sleeves no. on. Didn't care. No. Not his thing. I was always a White Sox fan, Jim. I am yeah. still a huge White Sox fan. Hate but I, I always liked Mark Grace. You really? Yes. I had a soft spot for Most Mark Most hits Grace. in the 90s. He, that's one of those uh, records is his real name type of things that like everyone who knows it. Yeah. Mark Grace was, uh, had the most hits of any left-handed hitter in the 90s, I believe it was. Some weird stat like that. Yeah. You got a bunch of DUIs and uh, <laughs> got drunk and- A <laughs> lot of records for that guy. Did whatever he wanted. A lot of John Records land to Is he from the neighborhood? Ray Liotta was also the voice of Tommy Versetti in the video game Vice City. So proving that he could not only steal wives, but also cars. This man was- <laughs> Was diverse in what he could do. Unbelievable. That movie we mentioned earlier is Unlawful Entry. Ah. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. That was a uh, that was a good one. But yeah, pour pour one out for Ray. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, like the that scene that Are You Funny? Oh yeah. Funny yeah. or You're Funny? Funny how? how? Can you imagine reading that the wrong way and auditioning for that? I would love to see the. Uh... <laughs> but that scene. I mean, come on. Iconic. Might be iconic. Top 10? Sure. All time? Yeah. Absolutely. Where would you rank so. that over uh, Ernest Goes to Camp when he's like, eggs are ruinous? <laughs> well, all right. For when it, remember when Ernest cleans out the toilet and he's sure. like, ew. Yeah. And he says it like that, ew. Where would you rank it against that? I think I would, I would put it slightly above Ernest, uh, behind uh, Pee Wee's Big Top. When uh, when he does tequila, I think that's uh, one of my top cinematic moments. Bradley Whitford, uh, there's some Billy Madison up there for me in top cinematic moments. You want to talk about our boy? Uh, Billy Madison does not really hold up, dude. Really? Yeah, I was watching. Really? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Ahead of his time, social commentator Adam Sandler's 1990 whatever movie doesn't hold up great. It's a shame. <laughs> what happened? Same with Waterboy. What? I don't know. Water doesn't suck. Is that what you're telling me? It's uh, it, it's sad. Wow. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it doesn't hold up great. And I believe that. Is it like, like even just some of the references? I, yeah. I, and Steve Buscemi with the uh, putting on lipstick and, and killing people. I could see it not going great. Dude, I wanted to uh, throw this out here. You're talking about news we missed. The uh, Gerber baby. Oh boy. Just died. Yeah, that's what I heard. 95 years old. Unbelievable. Old baby. Yeah, very old baby. Old baby. That is, I mean, you can't get one updated headshot in your career. Really? You get headshots when you're two and you just ride them out for 93. I'm lazy. My headshots are pre pandemic, but theirs were 90. That's the only picture you ever see of this Gerber baby. Well, the good thing is, uh, they drew her, um, right before she died. And now she's on the cover of insure too. (laughs) Now she's on, uh, she's on some nutrition. Like you gotta, Hey, you need some protein. Gerber adult. <laughs> the Gerber adult. Gerber. <laughs> 95, man. She had a long life. Incredible they kept it, life. They kept it a secret for a long time who, who the Gerber baby was. Really? You know, all of us were, were wondering. We, uh, I remember Geraldo had the special and they, <laughs> they were in front of her house. In the Gerber's tomb. And he excavated through the front door. <laughs> said, I will reveal the identity of this Gerber. <laughs> Gerber woman. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, 95. And now I guess they do a Gerber baby every year. Okay, a new one? A new contest. And people get mad? Are you surprised, Jim? (laughs) Okay, fair enough. There's parents involved. Yeah, that's true. That's very emotional. That is true. If you enter 
a baby. I mean, you're not even my child. No. But if I entered you into a contest. The Gerber baby contest. And they were like, no. What? I would be devastated. What the f yeah, I would be too. All right. Thank you. So I they're the same. I guess they picked a baby that um, has some health issues. And they, some of my parents were just like, I thought it was a cute baby contest. Oh, jeez. Not a pity fest. Oh, my God. Not a sad contest. All right. Meanwhile, it's not in your face. If you just see the baby, you wouldn't know that the baby had any issues. Just to get mad. But just to get mad. The, the ability to comment on the internet is one of the worst things we've done as a society. I fully believe that. Just allow everyone to think that what they have to say matters. It is uh, terrible. But yeah, 95 years old, the uh, Ann Turner Cook okay. was her name. Hey, speaking of old ladies that there are pictures of, I wanted to give a big shout out to one of your favorites. Uh, Queen Elizabeth just had her platinum jubilee, 70 years on the throne. Wow. Yeah. What season of the crown is that going to be in, do you think? Do you think they're going to have like a dance party episode with uh, they had Ed Sheeran, Diana Ross, Alicia Keys, a Corgi puppet show? I don't I really understand that fully. I cannot um, shake the crown label. And here I am with family in Northern Ireland. Not even, not even a fan of the crown. That's true. That's true. Okay, but I'll stop the slander. It's the Jubilee. It is the Jubilee. It's the Jubilee. <laughs> I thought that, I, we walked into a Jubilee in front of our hotel the we other really day. We really did. And that marriage, by the way, that wedding, to paint the picture, they were there when we went to the baseball card shop. Yeah. Then we came back. Yeah. Then... I mean, all day, all night. All day. Started at like 10 o'clock in the morning, like 1 a.m., still partying. Grandma still partying, you know? Like everyone looking, just dancing the whole day. It was incredible. And they were so nice. And a lot of them had slipped back into civvies. Yeah. But some were still in that gear. I would have stayed go. in the, the Indian wedding attire. All day long. All day. I'd wear it to the airport the next day. Are you kidding me? You're getting upgraded. I'd wear it all the way back to Illinois. I agree completely. <laughs> All right, let's plug and roll, Jim. We yeah. got uh, we got to get out. We got to hard out. Also, uh, we, uh, we'll tease this. You mentioned, text me about the Norm McDonald comedy special. Gotta I want to watch it. that. Got to see it. We'll talk about we'll that talk next, about it next week. week. We got a lot to talk about next Dude, week. Dude, I want to talk about this motorsport, motorsport race on the Isle of Man. I hope us mentioning it is enough to stop the carnage. I Dude, really do. This, it's insane. This race, I saw it on Real Sports uh -huh. featured a few years ago. Yeah. Now, the Isle of Man, I remember hearing about from sure. my grandma, Ugetti. Like, sure. she's from Ireland there, and it's right in between... It's in the Irish Sea, right in the middle between Ireland and, and Great Britain. They have this race uh -huh. in the middle of the streets. Motorcycles going 110 miles an hour. They took a two-year break. Okay. Because of COVID. Sure. People die in this thing all the oh. time. So here it pops up again, and I saw it trending. They had two people die. Come on. So yesterday, you guys are texting about the podcast, and I'm like, oh, I want to pull up that uh, motorsports right. link. I pull it up. Third person. Third person. Two hours ago. Brimley effect. Three people have died at this race over the weekend. The Isle of Man, the motorsports, I don't know. I thought you would be up your alley because you took motorcycle class. I did take a motor. Thank you for remembering. So we'll get let's get into that next week because there's a lot to talk about there. And I got some more Jersey to talk about. We almost died a couple times, and I feel like the Brims need to know about this. We definitely have more to cover. All right, this weekend at Uptown Social, there are still a few tickets left for the second show. First show is sold out. Not many, though. Friday night. Love to see you guys out there. Saturday night, we're going to be in Crystal Lake, Jimmy. The Row. At the Row. And then Sunday, Brims. 8 p.m. show. Sunday, right here. Zanies in Rosemont. What time are we kicking that off? 6 p.m., 5 o'clock, doors open. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a great event. Give Back Sundays. Live podcast recording. We're going to have a blast. Come on out. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, get your tickets soon for that. Let's go. All right, I hope everyone has a beautiful week, and we will see you soon.